Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This is the Colorado Hunting Hub Podcast, where we cover hunting in the West, but mostly hunting in the destination state of Colorado. You'll find information that'll help you plan, prepare, and motivate you for your hunt but also keep you updated on happenings in the Western hunting world. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colorado Hunting Hub. This episode, we have Big Agnes, a company right here in Colorado, in Steamboat Springs, and they are an outdoor company, carry a lot of sleeping bags, tents, that kind of gear, not necessarily geared towards hunters, but has a lot of gear that would work really well for hunters. And the reason I brought them in is because I personally own sleeping bag, sleeping pad and a tent all from Big Agnes. Bought that last year, well before I did this podcast. And I I like it. Uh, Wanted to give them a shout out just because they are a, a local company for us and wanted to give you guys some of those uh, helpful things because I'm not really a guru when it comes to tents and sleeping bags. As long as it keeps me warm and dry, I'm good. So I had some questions and thought uh, maybe some of you would have some questions. Before we get to that, uh, this weekend we got Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge. It's going to be a riot. I'm pumped. Got a little mile and a half run in and some shooting in this morning. So I'm feeling pretty good, well rested from the Total Archery Challenge and my trail camera hiking so feel pretty good about that so encourage you all to to get out and get your workouts in now is the time you're not going to lose 10 20 30 pounds in a week and a half uh unless you're a wrestler and you know how to do that (laughs) which never was the healthy way but anyway get out and get your workouts in now because that's important and that's what's going to slow you down in the field and i don't want you or anyone else to be slowed down just because of some physical fitness thing. It feels good to be able to just climb up a mountain and get to where you want to get. Get those uh, trail cameras out too. That's been a fun thing. Mine are out and uh, cell cameras not sending me pictures. So I'm really hoping I didn't screw that one up, but it, uh, I'm excited to get back out there, even though I got a good month before I get out there again to check those. Just a reminder about our current giveaway, still giving away some Onyx memberships. And that we had our last episode with Dylan from Onyx do a complete app walkthrough. So check that one out. That was really good. I've had the app for seven years and I learned a pile of things. So that was cool. Got a hold of our Exo Mountain Gear Pack winner, Michael K. He is the owner of Long Tab Taxidermy out of Monument, Colorado. Uh, He found, he hadn't listened to this podcast. He just found the link on iHunt Colorado's Facebook page. So that that posting there helped. And someone shared it with him. He registered. So, oh, cool. I never win anything. I'll register. Uh, But this guy said he never wins anything, but he hunts all over. Seemed like a really nice guy. And uh, we had a nice long chat about all kinds of good things. So we may even just bring him on and, and chat about field care with your your taxidermy or with your your downed animal. He uh, is planning on hunting multiple states this year. I couldn't even write them down as fast. It's multiple states. So he uh, will be putting that pack to use. And just by chance, he last year, he bent the frame in his old Slumberjack 2.0 and was just about to go buy a new pack and uh, got an email from Mark from Exo 
saying he wanted a pack. And he picked the 4,800, which if you remember that episode, Mark said was the most popular. So that's pretty cool uh, selection to go with. That's one I got and definitely the way to go. So he said that pack will be used and it's going to be put to work right away. He's going to have multiple elk hunts, deer, bear, mountain lions. He's going to fill that pack and use it. So I'm glad that went to somebody that is going to use it. Not going to sit in the corner, corner of uh, a gear room. So you can rest assured that went to someone who's going to use it and could you, and, uh, ultimately earned it. He's a military man. So appreciate his, his service there. Just a little reminder for those, uh, liking the podcast, enjoying it, ways you can help. If you could give me a good rating on whatever you listen to and subscribe, that's great. And then also get in contact with me, Uh, give me some input, uh, things you want to hear, that sort of thing. So thanks Paul again for that hunter etiquette uh request i'm gathering information i post that on on all over and holy smokes that's my my best response yet for people wanting to to input on on what to what to share about so that's pretty cool but the links for the giveaway is in the show notes don't forget we've got our new deal with branded bills you get 20 percent off with coupon code hunting hub 20 and you get some pretty sweet hats doesn't matter if you're in california Colorado or Maine, uh, they've got custom hats there for you that uh, represent your state. So pretty cool stuff. They got some shirts as well, but the hats I think is some one of their pride and joys. So check them out. Also, Wilderness Athlete still giving us twenty five percent off the hunting code Hunting Hub. Get some of that stuff now. Uh, some some things are taking a little while to get ordered. So we're uh, coming down almost in the number. Uh, elk season's almost in the 40s for days away. Uh, I know we're probably still in the 50s, but we're getting there real close. So again, reach out uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Colorado Hunting Hub, or send me an email, clint.a.whitley at gmail.com. Alrighty. So here we go with our gentleman from Big Agnes, and we'll see what we can learn about getting prepared with some of that kind of gear. Thanks, uh, Bill and Garrett, for joining us on my show. And uh, first, I want to let you guys introduce yourself quick and introduce the company, the Colorado-based company, I want to add. So, uh, Bill, would you be able to just share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm Bill Gamber, and I'm co-founder of Big Agnes. We started Big Agnes about 20 years ago, and we're based in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Very cool. And for the most part, uh, your guys' goal is just to get people outside, right? And to get them recreating and and uh, whether that is a, a backpacker or a hunter or whoever. I, I mean, let me fill us in on kind of what the company goal is and or, or focus is. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of companies have, you know, big mission statements and, um, you know, had a, a real plan sort of when they started with a big business plan and everything. And we didn't, our, our, our whole goal was to make more comfortable, um, camping gear. And that was from, you know, absolute beginner car camper, backyard camping to climbing K2 and Everest. You know, we've sent our gear all over the world and, um, you know, being based in Steamboat, we're really fortunate that we can pretty much, I mean, I, you know, I can, I can hike right from my house and I can go on public land the whole way to Wyoming and um, cross the continental divide. I can, I can do that right from, right from my backyard. And um, so, you know, our, our company normally does company campouts sort of all summer and actually all through the winter too. And, um, you know, that's within like a, usually, you know, a 10 minute drive to uh you know to an hour drive and and we get up to you know uh 10 to twelve thousand feet right from you know pretty much right from our offices so we're pretty fortunate but we um we started the company just to get people outside and and so the access to the the different you know types of campers here it's you know from people going down to Fruta to mountain bike for a weekend to a big elk hunt, you know, here in the fall. And, and it's a really diverse 
uh, group of, of consumers. And, um, you know, we, we feel like we have this incredible uh, support and following, whether it's locally or, or across the globe, um, but it's really diverse. You know, the, the different products that we make, uh, we try to make them uh, really user-friendly through for a lot of dif- different uses. Yeah, I hunters are a part of that rec- outdoor recreation world, and and we require just as much gear and uh, benefit from the quality and the performance and and all that just as much. And I kind of thought about that the other day that we don't need a camo sleeping bag, we don't need a scent proof sleeping bag, and it's that's kind of like having camo underwear. There's no point. <laughs> so it, uh, I mean. We're, we're focused on performance and staying warm or uh, staying dry. The same thing a backpacker would have. So it, it, I, I've been tapping into the Big Agnes world in the last year and with my tent sleeping bag and, and pad and uh, color doesn't really matter <laughs> to me. The, none of that. It doesn't matter that Big Agnes is not a specific just hunting company like some some backpack companies are and things. So, uh, we all are looking whether we're a hunter or, a or a, uh, mountaineer, we're, we're looking for this kind of some similar qualities and things. So as I said, before we got on, uh, right now, a lot of guys have, or everyone guys and gals have all found out kind of what tags they've drawn. And some of those, those once in a lifetime hunts have all been allocated and people know what they're going to get or uh, those guys from way out east are planning their Colorado hunts uh, out west whether it is Colorado or not they're they're figuring those things out and gear is the easy thing that you can sit on your computer and and uh, punch card number in Uh, there's a little more preparation I've been pushing for is the physical preparation and shooting preparation but gear is one of those easy things for the most part to, to and the fun part to get ready for a hunt so i see a lot of comments and a lot of questions coming in just around the gear itself so some of those big questions i'll love to just dive into those right away and for any hunter it's probably some sort of shelter some sort of sleeping bag i mean that's that's mainly the the products that that we would be looking at so starting with a bag I am not necessarily the most educated person on camping gear. So I would love to hear just that basic answer around down versus synthetic. I, I, I see my options with bags and what do, what do I do? What do? Where do I start? If you could help us out with that, that'd be great. Yeah. So a few years ago, we were one of the first companies in the industry to introduce uh, water repellent down and um it's an incredible process you know it's super super scientific but to make it really you know basic it's a uh, it's a treatment that that actually connects to the molecules of the, the down itself i mean it, so it doesn't wash out and um it completely um you know helps to repel At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> I'm like stuttering, you know. Um, but it, so the the uh, the the down itself totally repels water, and so that has really changed how synthetic and down is sort of seen in the marketplace. I think the main differences now pretty much are uh, down is lighter weight and more packable. Um, it almost has this reputation that it's warmer. And I wouldn't necessarily say down is warmer. It's just that um, for the weight and the packability, you know, 
it's it's lighter weight. So when you compare a lighter weight bag to a, a synthetic bag, you know, a light down bag, um, the the weight to warmth ratio it's warmer for a down bag. Synthetic bags um, tend to be a little bulkier and um, and pack a little bit bigger, but they cost less. So that's the main thing. If you're shopping for a sleeping bag, and you know you can go to uh, uh, different larger box, you know, type like like a Walmart or something. You see really inexpensive sleeping bags. Um, you kind of get what you pay for there. Uh, our product is definitely much more specialized and higher end. And so, uh, you know, we first, I would say, um, when we first started about 20 years ago, a few of my friends are archery hunters, and they were really, in, you know, influence on a lot of things that we did because um, they wanted to go in farther and pack as light as they could but be really comfortable and so um, as we develop products you know um, the one negative was you know hunting in Colorado in the fall you can get some really bad weather and that's where a lot of the questions were should I buy a synthetic bag because I might be out for a week and it's going to snow and rain and I don't want my bag to get wet and, you know, be out there and freeze. So um, a synthetic bag can insulate you a little bit better when it's, if it's damp, any bag that's wet, you know, is, you can have, a, you can have an uncomfortable night, but, um, but anyway, that's a big difference. Um, does that help out the sort of designation between the two? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole nother level of, uh, preparedness than buying just buying a bag and that's and, and i've got a question later but around moisture control and figuring out those things and 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 trying to prevent that uh, uh that moisture i mean there's tricks and things and gear and whatever else to take care of that yeah for sure and you know synthetic bags have come a long way too so um the 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 actual process to make the synthetic fill uh has become way more technical where you can make much thinner filaments and that makes those bags more efficient. So when you're comparing, you know, a synthetic bag to another synthetic bag and you see a difference in cost, usually a higher cost synthetic bag will perform much better. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I see, and I've got uh, big Agnes system, bag system pull up and i got the anvil horn 15 degree that was what i what i went with and uh do most of my hunting in september and my camp hunting in september this year i'll do a little bit in november so uh i got a question around that later but degree ratings uh is that a survival rating is that a comfort lit rating like help help us figure out because because our listeners are going to be uh, September for archery elk and October and November, are not out of the question. So they'll have to make some, some decisions here to, to figure out how to stay warm and obviously elevation and, and where they're at all, right. all are factors, yeah. but yeah, I always, that degree you know, rating. Yeah. We surely, you know, we always recommend, you know, air, um, for the warmer, you know, bag that if you're looking at comparing bags and, um, and also, especially when you know, you're, um, going out between September and November, you know, in Colorado or anywhere through the West where you're up high and, and the weather can be really bad, like, uh, error towards the, the worst conditions. And, um, because you, you, want, you always want to be prepared. And so a few years ago, there was a big push in the outdoor industry to um, uh, come up with a, a test that uh, was developed in Europe to sort of monitor uh, sleeping bags. And that's what you're talking about, sort of the survival rating to the comfort rating. And there's, um, it, it's been sort of tweaked a little bit through the years, but uh, basically um, that those temperature ratings go down to, you know, the comfort limit it's a 15 degree bag you're saying you'll be comfortable to about 15 degrees but it, it's just a test in a lab with a, a, a mannequin it's a thermal mannequin 
and so we really work on um, real life sort of testing and and use that as much as we do with this whole EN rating and the test. And I think the the biggest challenge there is is really sort of sleeping bag fit and comfort. So some people, you know, I, I'm a fairly small guy and I like a roomy sleeping bag. So I'll tend to go for a warmer sleeping bag, maybe even for the, the rating and, and for when I'm using it. And and I, I prefer to have a more comfortable roomy fit. And I also push the limits on, um, you know, on temperatures when, when we go camp here in the fall, you know, it'll, it'll easily be down in the low teens, single digits, you know, on a, a, a fall night. And um, so a lot of times, you know, I'll take either uh, a warmer bag or also a, a, an insulated liner. Um, but overall, it's important to really use and sort of test your product before you go. Um, seems like a lot of people, you know, before their hunts, they'll go out and see if they can, um, you know, spot animals. And, and so it's really good to spend a night or two with new gear and, and really understand it and, and test it out. Yeah. And I had a, a little line here to ask you or to start the next, next point. And that was just more comfort through innovation. And it seems like, uh, so with that anvil horn, I have the cool little pockets that the sleeping pad fits in. So like, what kind of innovative things do you guys have minus the, we already talked about the, the down, uh, that you guys have, but what's some of the innovation you guys have to help make, make things a little bit more efficient, a little bit more, uh, better quality in the field. Well, we, we have, um, specifically for sleeping bags, we have a very broad line of sleeping bags and, um, most of our bags have, uh, it comes with a pillow pocket. So you can just stuff like a down jacket or, um, something else, you know, also a camp pillow in there. But, um, the, the good thing is that they don't, um, you don't lose your pad. It stays in place. And so that's kind of a cool little feature that really adds a lot of comfort, um, all of our sleeping bags have a draft tube by the zipper, so you don't lose um, heat through the zipper. Uh, we are all of our sleeping bags have specific cuts, and like I said, you know we have quite a few bags that are um, that are roomier fit, and then we also have very um, technical um, mummy bags. And there's there's a lot of different sort of um, features that people will will want for their own personal comfort. We introduced a new line of of uh, expandable mummy bags this past year called the Torchlight series, and so they're 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 more of a traditional mummy bag that have two baffles on the sides with zippers that expand open, so you can actually make it sort of a semi rectangular. It adds like ten inches of girth, and um, you know it's it's a really cool feature as far as if you want to uh, have a little bit more of kind of a snug fit around your feet, but roomier around your, your hips and shoulders, you can adjust it that way. And then um, the one thing too, as far as just like the, the whole entire sleeping bag thing, we have a whole series like your anvil horn that have pad sleeves. So your sleeping pad goes into a sleeve. So um, it stays with you all night instead of, you know, if you're in a traditional mummy bag on a old slippery um, sleeping pad, it's hard to stay on the pad sometimes, especially, you know, when you're out for a, a good hunt and you're on, you know, uneven ground and you're, you know, you're in fire, like you want to get a good night's sleep. And so it's really important to, uh, to have a really good system that keeps you comfortable. Um, we uh, have an entire line of sleeping pads and the pad is almost as important or maybe more important than your sleeping bag. So you want to match it up. Um, we have a whole new sort of size series, um, traditional backcountry sleeping pads. We're always sort of 20 inches wide. And we've expanded ours to 25 and even 30 inch wide pads. And it just adds an amazing amount of comfort to be able to have a wider pad like that. And um, our pads, you know, go from, 
little bit less than a pound to, you know, over two or even three pounds, depending on what you want. But we have some very thick, warm sleeping pads that are totally um, packable that you can take in backcountry. And that adds a, a huge amount of, of comfort and you just feel better the next day to sleep well, you know. And so as far as the features in sleeping bags, uh, we have this whole sort of, um, we call it a park series, make a down and a synthetic park series, but they are extra roomy, extra wide bags. They use a 25 to a 30 inch pad and have a pad sleeve with those. And you can zip off the top, um, uh, the, the top part of the, the top part of the sleeping bag that turns into a, a quilt. And you can also even zip it in with an expander to make it a mummy bag. So we, we make these bags that are very versatile and add a lot of value. Um, your, your listeners are going to probably want to spend a lot of time on our website and call our customer service and, and really do some research because, um, we can, we can dial in your special needs really with the, the amount of bags and pads that we have. Yeah, that's a, that's a helpful thing. Cause just flipping through, uh, the average guy is going to see his 20 bags and be like, Oh, this one looks good. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting it, a little assistance would be, would be very helpful. Yeah. We, we have, um, when we work with some of our retailers, you know, and the buyers are sort of like, you know, some of the new buyers are, where do I even start? <laughs> we, we do have a very uh, comprehensive line of bags, but they all make complete sense to us as uh, product de- designers and developers, you know, because we do, we love to have things that are very um, specialized and, and we want to cover, you know, we make bike packing tents and we make, um, you know, ultralight sleeping bags and pads and we make ultra roomy and comfortable car camping. So if you're just going in and setting up a big base camp tent, um, we have an entire line that just works, you know, incredibly well. So there's a lot of people that just don't like a a snug um, mummy bag. And so, you know, we, we absolutely make these, you know, roomy sleeping bags for, for all across people. And it's not just for big dudes, you know, like I yeah. said, I'm, I'm a small guy, and I just love to have a nice, roomy sleeping bag. Yeah. And uh, Pete there was one that helped me out, pick out a couple of things for my myself personally, and then also for uh, taking kids outdoors. He helped us find the, the right tent to get that's durable and strong and can take the beating of a middle schooler opening and closing a zipper and something <laughs> that's going to last. So uh, we've been pretty pleased with those, those tents that we got. Great. Yeah. Uh, a good guy. He's really knowledgeable. Yeah. So one uh, thought I had before I move into the different scenarios of a, of what hunters needs would be is sometimes we just need a few more degrees. And for a guy like myself who uh, is on a, pretty average salary and uh one bag might be all he can afford and so sometimes one bag uh is good is there some things that we can do to maybe get a couple more degrees if we do a september hunt and then we go into got a november hunt Uh, say with liners bivvies those uh quilts like things whatever that they have what are what do you got to help us with getting a few more degrees Yeah, absolutely. Yep. We have some, you know, insulated liners that are pretty inexpensive and that adds uh, a huge amount of comfort. And usually I think, I think we say maybe 10 degrees or so it it adds, but it takes up a little bit of volume inside of the bag. So you don't have to heat up the, the extra space in the bag and just having those multiple layers, it's just like layering with your, you know, with your jacket um, and, you know, if it's, you know, a jacket and fleece and long underwear underneath, you know, the more layers obviously gives you more versatility. So it works the same with a sleeping bag in a system. Um, so, you know, you can go with, um, you know, for shopping big Agnes specifically, uh, you can go with a fairly inexpensive sleeping bag. Uh, we have, we have like $110 synthetic mummy bags that are very, um, technical, good bags. And, um, you know, the whole way up to 
$500 sleeping bags. You know, we have, we have quite, quite extensive line. And, um, so if you're, if you're looking for versatility, but you're on a real budget, um, it's, uh, you know, I think one of the best ways to go is buy a, a fairly inexpensive sleeping bag and then buy a liner and, and a liner an insulated liner works really well too, as a pillow. So if you're, if you're out and one night is pretty warm, you know, and you can use that and stuff that in into the pillow pocket. And, um, and then the next night, you know, put your jacket in the pillow pocket and use the liner if it's a, a colder night. Is there, and I, it's just me being curious and, and we can wrap this into the next, uh, question I have for you with, um, bivvies or, or having something on the outside of the bag. Is that, is that anything worth diving into? Do you, uh, I know yeah, you guys you know, have some. We make a really technical bivy that's more of a, it's almost more of a mountaineering bivy. You know, it's not as much to gain um, warmth in a sleeping bag. But if you're, um, if you're camping out and you're, you're just doing like a one night and going super light and the weather seems decent, you know, it's going to be cold um, and you want to take just a bivy, um, you know, it adds, definitely adds some warmth, but it also adds, you know, protection from frost and everything they tend to not breathe quite as well so if you're going for multi-night you can get quite a bit of um, moisture that gets sort of trapped into your sleeping bag so your your bag can get damp with a couple nights of a just a traditional bivy sack Um, we almost recommend use just a lightweight tent you know we make a lot of lightweight tents that weigh about the same as a bivy and that um it kind of gives you more protection i think um to, to to really go for more versatile sleeping bag system and be a warmer system you gain more from a a liner than you do from a shell like a bivy that's good that's a good tip i'll take that because that's what i was for me personally was trying to to balance out and figure out and so i've got three three scenarios or three types of hunters we'll say and there's everyone in between we've got that backpacker going in lightweight and coming out even heavier and needing compact, needing performance, needing lightweight, needing to have to do this multiple days. We got that guy that's got a base camp and wants to stay warm in October, November. And then we got our wall tent guys that are weight doesn't matter. And they, they just need some camp gear. So with that first one backpacking in being super lightweight, uh, I got the tiger, wall uh mountain glow and awesome (laughs) it's a cool tent i like it but now i'm trying to think of well that takes up a little space in my pack and it's light but when i need to take out a quarter of an elk the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by john browning the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the u.s military from 1911 to 1985 while colt produced the original Almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Is there something smaller? Would there be another option for my trips that are four or five miles in where uh, I'm really spending some time back there, back there a ways, and then maybe that use that one for a little closer trips to the vehicle. I don't know. So I'm trying to balance that out and, and figure out maybe a tarp uh, would be a better option. I don't know. Can you help me work through that a little? Yeah. I mean, that's your, your scenario, you know, that goes across the board, whether it's a, um, you know, I have a good friend that was up in Canada on a a big, um, you know, sheep hunt. And, um, he, uh, he, he, we really looked at the gear and went through it and he ended up taking a tiger wall one, you know, a solo tent. Um, yeah, we have, we, you know, we have a whole broad line of very lightweight tents and the, the, you know, the price goes up. (laughs) Um, if you're, you know, depending on, um, sort of what your specific hunt is and how the weather looks and everything tarps work really well. Um, 
you don't want to get into really bad weather and get stuck out there, you know, um, but they're very lightweight. You you know, I, I know you were kind of talking sort of, does a bivy make sense in those scenarios? Um, most really good bivvies, you know, are over a pound and a half, close to two pounds. And we have tents that fit in that range. And we sort of like the, the tent option better just because it's a little bit more of a shelter. You know, you, you can actually, if you're, if you get stuck somewhere, you can get in there and you can put your gear in there. So not everything's getting soaking wet. Um, but I'd say, um, you know, to go with a tarp that helps keep the, the sort of frost off of you, um, or, you know, or the dew. So keep you dry. Um, there's a lot of, you know, we, we sell lightweight tarps and they're really lightweight. So they don't take up much space at all. Um, the other thing you can do, especially in the fall, because there's no bugs is like with your tiger wall, you can just take a footprint and not bring the tent body. And so you just use the frame and the fly and a footprint. And so that reduces some weight and, uh, you still have, it's like a free standing tarp. Oh, that's a killer. I think I'm going to do that exact thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally yeah. get it. You know, I get what you're saying because it, it is that, that challenge where, um, you know, when you're packing out, you know, an elk, it's, uh, you know, not only is it a big, it's a big project, it's also really, um, uh, um, like you said, you know, every ounce counts. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah. that's where uh, you're you're really looking at. Do you sleep in your clothes, right? And and um, just go as minimal as you can. You just have to make sure when you do that. When you're really rolling the dice to go ultralight, you just don't want to get stuck for multiple days in really bad weather. You know, like it's yeah. that's 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 the one thing we always really encourage people. I mean, we want people outside having time of their life, but we really want them to be safe. And that's the, that's sort of the challenge of going ultra light. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of things to weigh the options and very scenario specific. And the, uh, even more like, cause these tents are lightweight. I, I couldn't ask for anything to compact even more or to be much lighter, but it's, it's like I said, that space, that space in your pack to after my bag, after my pad, after the tent, like, well, shoot, that's one whole quarter almost that takes up that spot. So right. yeah, definitely some things to, to weigh out there for sure. So for a lightweight backpacker with a middle of the road budget, could you suggest, um, for a September elk hunt, um, in Colorado at an average 8,000 feet of elevation, we'll just say. So trying to cover some general spectrums. Uh, can you give us a, maybe a system to, to start with to, to look at for a bag, pad, and tent? Yeah, so, um, you know, like our, our – let's start with the pad. So the QSLX pad I think is the best sort of value for weight. Um, they – you don't really want to skimp on your pad. You know, that, that just adds so much comfort. If it's really cold, you can take a closed cell foam pad um, along with it. Um, so that, that really helps to uh, uh, give you a warmer system and they're very light, but they, they are, you know, they take up a little bit of space. So you just kind of put those on the outside of your pack. They're also really helpful. Like you can use them to, for a seat, you know, um, so I think that's a really important, good option to start with. And then as far as sleeping bags, um, depending on sort of your uh, budget, I think, uh, like you said, the um, the Anvil Horn, that's a really, really comfortable, really great system. Um, I would, we have the Lost Dog, which is a synthetic version of the Anvil Horn. And that is, comes down, you know, Price-wise, to about one hundred and seventy dollars, one hundred eighty dollars, and so uh, you know that's about a, almost hundred dollars less than a, the, the down version. Um, I, both of those bags are really nice uh, 
uh, versatile bags. If you want to go a little bit more budget, then you can go into sort of our just um, traditional mummy bags. We have uh, both down like a Spike Lake or a uh, the Husted. And they're both kind of right in that 15, 20 degree bag range and anywhere from 230 bucks to, uh, you know, 120 bucks. And so that, that helps right there. Same with, uh, if you go into the Torchlight, they're still pretty darn affordable, the regular um, SL version of the down bag. So that's kind of a good broad sort of couple bag options there. And then as far as tents, you know, we, we do a whole range from the Blacktail. You can do a two-person Blacktail tent for $199, and it's a really nice, really good value. And then from there, you just kind of go up. You sort of reduce the weight and the bulk, and the price um, uh, goes up kind of with it. You know, the lighter they get, sort of the, the, the more expensive they are. Um, the, the new Salt Creek is under... $300, I think. Um, and that is one of our, our sort of best, most versatile lightweight tents at a good value. Um, so the, the Salt Creek, I think would be, um, you know, a, a good versatile tent to use throughout the fall for, um, you know, for elk hunts or other hunts. Um, and then you get into like our copper spur tents that are just the cream of the crop, you know, and, and also really versatile. Um, so, I mean, that kind of gives you a good broad. I hope that's not sort of too, too much no, there. That's good. But, yeah. That's good. Threw out a couple of names to, to start looking at them and getting an idea. So that, that helps. What about, uh, let's just clump those last two scenarios together. Guys in a little colder weather, weight's not necessarily an issue. They've got their camp just outside the truck there. Uh, what would you suggest for October, November? bag and pad and, and tent for that situation. Yeah. So man, we have got the tent for you. <laughs> um, it's like uh, maybe just quickly stepping back to the other one. The, the other thing you, you had mentioned color, you know, and the one thing that we've always done is we try to have a fairly, uh, and we use a lot of different colors, but like the copper spur we offer in two colors. So it, it comes in a, it's a sort of a burnt orange um, is, is the sort of, most popular color but then we also have it in an olive green and there's a lot of not just hunters but um we sell to sort of a lot of different special ops and military groups and um uh, people that are backpacking that want to stay really um sort of you know not stick out as much and so um, we do that olive green in a couple different tent styles and so um, people that are looking to be a little bit more sort of you know, not necessarily camouflage, but, um, not conspicuous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You um, know, I was, yeah. I was telling Garrett, uh, when I chatted with him on the phone another day, he, uh, I, I was saying, I've heard from hunters that I want the brightest color thing out there so that man, this, and this hillside's got a tent on it. So people see, right. so there's that For safety sure. aspect of, Oh, there's someone over there versus, yeah. uh, Oh, this is where my tent is and I can't find it or kind of kind of thing. Cause you, you, you leave it there. So yeah, when you're coming back, you know, and it's getting late and you want to, you want to spot your tent that uh, feels good to see it. You know, that's with the mountain glow. Um, the batteries last a long time and there's a setting for a lower setting. So if you know, you're going to get back at dark, you can turn your light on in the day when you go to hunt and, uh, you come back and you look across the hillside and you see this, you know, light. It's like coming home to your cabin with lights on, you know, it makes you feel pretty good when you see your tent. That's um, a hot tip. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just was using that and as kind of a, like, oh, this is a fun little feature. I like this. <laughs> but yeah. That's well, I, mean, you know, I tend I to forget, I forget to bring a headlamp a lot. So that was where that all came. Um, I've kind of been known to, you know, camp and and not have a headlamp and then it's like uh you know i said well let's let's build lights into the actual tent so you can't forget your lights and you can at least turn your lights on to you know to set up your camp you know um right 
But anyway, yeah. So as far as the, the, the base camp and you pull up with your truck and we have, we have an incredible sleeping bag series. I mentioned the, the park series. There's no doubt that's it. We, we've down end synthetic. So it's the, the diamond park comes in three temperatures and then also the echo park comes in four temperatures. And, um, you know, for that time of year, you surely want to go to a, a really warm bag. And we make the echo park in a 20 below bag and a zero degree bag. So both of those, a diamond park in the zero that's what I would do for like a fall elk hunt in Colorado for sure. Um, and then, you know, 25 to 30 inch wide pads. They're almost four inches thick, you know, some of our air pads. And um, we uh, we're actually developing cots for next year. So currently you might have to use another cot, but that system on a cot in a nice, you know, base camp tent works incredibly well. Um, it, you know, it's just a super comfortable system. And, uh, um, and then, you know, we have a, a full line of, of, uh, base camp tents and, um, anywhere from our, uh, dog house that we just introduced this year, it's a $250 four person tent. So it's, it's a, a really good value and just a nice, simple tent. And then we go up through our big house series, the bunk house, and, um, that just adds more features you know the bunkhouse has a nice really big vestibule which is great for you know especially if you're gonna have some bad weather and you want to stash all of your gear sort of outside your tent um and then to go for sort of like the the cream of the crop i think as far as a base camp tent is our madhouse series and um they are uh they are very technical base camp tents and when you're camping like a November elk hunt, you know you're going to get into some bad weather. It's going to snow on you and everything. Uh, they are just absolutely bomb-proof. So, you know, they're they're sort of our highest end base camp tent. So something like that is an uh, you know, incredible camp. You set up a madhouse with, you know, a park a park series uh, sleeping bag and pad, and you'll be really comfortable out there for sure. Yeah, and. I thought I was like, oh, the price tag on that guy's uh, up there. But then I started thinking <laughs> about, I started thinking about, well, if you look at a canvas tent or, or any of the those range, I mean, you're well over a thousand dollars in and your big base camp tent systems anyway. So it's a comparable comparable system, I would think. Yeah, I didn't really mention the price, did I, on the on the madhouse? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there, but there's. You know, there's plenty of other options there too for yeah for, for sure for, um, yeah like I said kind of 250 bucks for a doghouse the whole way through to you know up to a thousand dollars plus for a madhouse um, we have a madhouse six and a madhouse eight and um they you know dual vestibules front and back so there's a lot of space to stash your gear and the really nice thing about the madhouse is that it's um you know if you're comparing it to another tent that's a similar size a uh, canvas style tent or something like that. It, it packs way smaller because we, we use a really technical fabric on there. It's a, it's a 30 denier polyester that is actually um, incredibly UV resistant. So you can set those up and, and um, they last, you know, people can set, set them up for a high camp and for a summer base camp and they last really well in the sun. Um, we also make the guard station which is an absolute bomber base camp, you know, type tent. And we make a four and an eight in those. And they're from a thousand to sixteen hundred dollars. But those, if you compare those to a uh, um, to a canvas type tent, you're looking at um, an eight person tent that's you know, it's only 18 pounds. And you know, the eight person um, madhouse is about 23 pounds. And so they're, when you pack those up, they're actually really, you know, you can, you can throw them on the back of a four wheeler and it's a piece of cake, you know, whereas a canvas tent can be, they can be really Huge. heavy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I, uh, I think that gives us a pretty solid look, just a, a rough, a little overview of just a few things to look at. And that was kind of the goal. Give the listeners just a few options and wanted it to be you guys because 
most of the listeners are from Colorado. And if they're interested in supporting a local business, then why not you guys? And have some some good products to, to boot with that. So I know a lot of listeners might be interested also in, in uh, some of those maybe more car camping ones because their tent they use for summer camping with the family is the same one they're going to take out in the, the fall and just right. a little frugal with their money. So that there's definitely probably some, some overlapping things that they can choose from there. So yeah, I, we, I love, we love to develop product that's versatile. You know, we, it's, uh, um, if you have, if you're setting up a, a hunting camp that, you know, you're only using in the fall, and you can use that for, uh, you know, all summer long with your family. I mean, that's, that's what we, we, we hope people use our products for. And you had mentioned different groups, uh, organizations purchasing. I saw just this spring, a whole hotshot crew with, it was a yellow city of, of tents. And I was like, yeah. oh, those guys, those guys are tough. They're out there sweating <laughs> and, and wearing thick clothes and, carrying around chainsaws and cutting stuff and then go back and sleep in a tent and doing that for, I don't know how many days. I was like, those guys are tough. They <laughs> but, are tough. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, they, I saw they were all, it had to have been the, the, uh, copper spur or something like that for sure. But yeah, we've, we've been, um, you know, supplying wildland firefighters and smoke jumpers for years. And uh, we get great feedback from those guys because they are, they're just out on those fires for, um, I mean, the, park fire that was up above rabbit ears here last summer. That thing burnt for like two and a half months, you know? And, um, yeah. and, it, and you know, it, it burnt in wilderness areas. So they kind of didn't, you know, pay a whole lot of attention to it early. And then the next thing you know, it flared up late after it burnt for a month or so. And, um, you know, a lot of people that were actually on that fire and, and they were on that fire for, for weeks. And, uh, man, those guys are working hard every day. And then, you know, if we can provide a good night's sleep, that's, it's pretty, pretty big. If we can help out there a little bit. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time and, and your expertise on some of this because we need some help kind of picking out some gear. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you a ton. We were, we were thrilled that, uh, that you reached out. Right outside of this one church town, there's a gold dirt road to a whole lot of nothing. Got a deed to the land, but it ain't my ground. This is God's country. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.